The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What's up, everybody? It's Anthony Gazenta with the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast and CincyJungle.com coming at you with a yet another great episode with yet another special guest. We've had a, a week chock full of special guests, and we have another one here, the Orange Arrow, bringing us some sage fantasy football advice, survival football advice, all the good stuff to get you set for week five as it kicks off later here just a few hours as we record live here on Thursday afternoon evening. Derek Davis, aka the Orange Arrow. What's going on, Derek? How you doing this week, bud? I'm doing all right. How are you? Hey, three and one. Looking to go four and one. I, well, I'm getting more and more excited the closer we get to Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm doing well from a Bengals perspective, and I feel like this is kind of unfortunately the chorus line that I repeat week in week out about my fantasy team I am still alive in my survival pool uh, I did take the Bengals last week I was about ready to double hate everything in life between losing survival and the Bengals potentially losing that game but they came through and in very exciting fashion an important night in Bengals history and everything before we get to all kinds of different stuff in terms of you know guys we should play some guys we should think about there's a lot of different injury situations coming coming about. And also next week's going to be interesting because I believe that's when teams start to have their bye weeks, right, in week six. So um, there's a lot to navigate there. Before we do any of that, Derek, you were on hand at the Thursday night game with a bunch of Bengals brethren there. Tell us, give, give us a couple minutes about your experience there, who you saw, and uh, the, the Ring of Honor ceremony that was – that was at halftime. I've kind of been joking that um, it must have been the first time ever at Paul Brown Stadiums that the bathrooms were empty at halftime with the Ring of Honor <laughs> ceremony going on. So yeah, yeah. a little bit about your experience, my man. Yeah, so this was actually my first um, primetime game that I got to go to. So it was just – it was totally electric from, from start to finish. And unfortunately, the, my wife had to work, so I wasn't able to tailgate. I wasn't able to meet everybody that I wanted to go, you know, I wanted to see, um, 
Zim Hude, which I actually got to, I bumped into as we were walking around and stuff, and he was just wild and going crazy as he normally does, and and it was just, it was a lot of fun getting to see all the guys, and we got to do one big, uh, I guess you could say, super fan photo. We didn't get to get everybody in there, but it was just, it was a lot of fun from, like I said, from start to finish. It was just from the lights to everything, being my first primetime game. I had uh, the couple behind me said that they've never seen it be that electric before, and they've been going for for years. So it was just, it was completely awesome. Well, that's awesome. Uh, the more and more I hear about it, the more and more I get jealous, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I, had, I had fun, my, my fun week one. I wanted to get back out there week four, couldn't do it, but it sounds like it was an amazing time. I was joking last night on the show with John that I, I was like, oh man, all these people coming from out of town and all these people making sure they come to this game and all of a sudden it was 14 nothing, and I'm going, oh, not only like bummer as a Bengals fan, but I'm like, oh my gosh, bummer for everybody there. They and the ring of honor for yeah. folks and everything i'm like oh no but they came back in uh one in dramatic fashion i'm sure the stadium was rocking when they came back and won oh absolutely and let me just tell you as 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 a guy in his 30s it was definitely uh tough on the old pressure that's for sure T- tough on the but the next day no just watching it from start to oh. finish is oh. uh, you know the heart and everything, it was it was rough. It was rough. <laughs> well, I'm glad you had a good time. You're rocking the the cool beanie. I am jealous of, of that one. Season ticket holders getting that bad boy there with the orange and black and the the tiger head. The tiger head's always my favorite logo, man. That's that's the one I. Oh, absolutely, I love it. A little bit more. I wish they would use it a little bit more. <laughs> but that's okay. Well, I'm glad you had a great time, my friend. And we we had not a. I, I guess we had an imperfect kind of slate of things last week but i think there were some good hits that you had mentioned and we had touched on on last week's fantasy show yeah yeah we actually uh we had spoken on a couple uh a couple starts and sits um one of my starts of the week was was Derek carr which didn't do do so hot but um you know we we rounded it out with with dawson knox being our tight end star of the week and he I think he finished as, as like the tight end two, tight end three of the week, somewhere in around there. Couldn't couldn't best our guy CJ Uzama, but hey, he he had a pretty good week as well though. Yeah. And then for our sister of the week, we had mentioned uh, I think we had mentioned a Rob, which you know Alan Robinson. That whole situation, I don't know. I know um, Justin Fields was was declared the starter going forward, so hopefully that helps out a little bit, but. You know, unfortunately, until I can see something from from a Rob, well, I just I would prefer to bench him here going forward. And then Robert Tunyon, another guy as a as a potential sit. Tight ends are, are boom and bust because it's pretty much if you can get a couple receptions and a touchdown, you're going to finish within the top twelve of the week. So I didn't I didn't really like the potential for Tunyon to score a touchdown last week. So that's kind of where I landed on that one. Well, some good ones there. And then the picks of the week, I mentioned that the, I, I was going back and forth between the Bengals and the Bills. The Bills, of course, hosting the Texans, who are an absolute mess. The Bengals probably got the best we're going to see from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Maybe they'll sneak in a, a couple of wins this year. But now with the Urban Meyer situation that came after that game, who knows what kind of tailspin that team's going to be in. But 
Uh, yeah. Both of those, the, the two teams we largely targeted were ones that uh, we felt pretty confident in. There was another one we kind of talked about. I think it was the Tennessee Titans, but I personally didn't like that one. I, I thankfully didn't go to that one. I, I just felt like the Jets were kind of due. Tennessee's been a bit of a mixed bag. So, um, you know, I, I, that's uh, a little bit of the survivor rundown. I think the two picks that we mostly honed in on were the ones that I hope folks ended up taking advice on. Yeah, absolutely. And I had mentioned possibly the Lions, which I hope absolutely no one listened to me on that one. I just thought Dan Campbell's got those guys working. And for some reason, it's just like every week they just can't get over that hump. Kind of like the, the, the Jaguars. I mean, the talent, it seems like it's there. But and the Jaguars especially, they, you know, they've got Trevor Lawrence. They've got guys like LaVisca Chanel, Marvin Jones. James Robinson, all those guys. It looks like they've got the talent, but for some reason, it's just maybe it does come down to coaching. I don't know, but they just cannot get over that hump. Well, I hope the Lions get a win out of the way before they face the Bengals because that we've, we've seen <laughs> yeah. what a trap game could potentially do. And just, just Detroit, get it out of the way if you got to. Get it out of the way before you face the Bengals, please, and thank you. Absolutely, and it, that could be another kind of – issue where we run into i think we play baltimore the following week Mm -hmm. so that could be another one where they potentially look over uh the lions so hopefully like you said detroit come on we're rooting for you (laughs) before we get to more survival picks for this week sits starts all that kind of stuff uh this is the youtube channel for your show the orange arrow fantasy show and we are leaning upon you and your advice your uh you know, your, your sage wisdom in the fantasy realm <laughs> to give us all kinds of good tips. And I hope our listeners are taking advantage of that. You can, if you are tuning in live, please submit some questions to us. If you've got a fantasy lineup question or anything like that, we'd love to hear from you. Um, but I'm going to put the link to your YouTube channel in our live chats. I believe it's in our description as well. So folks can check that out, but um, tell us a little bit about your channel before we move on to some players games to pick, all that good stuff. Yeah, so uh, every Wednesday, every Friday, Wednesdays we go over some uh, some starts and sits with some possible players. It's, it's normally Wednesdays or after the um, waivers have run in Fantasy League. So what I like to do is kind of look at uh, roster percentages of certain players that I think are potential pickups, see kind of wh- where they're sitting as far as um, – fantasy leagues and stuff like that and see if there's, you know, potential guys that's sneaky that's out there that you could possibly pick up and start that week. So that's Wednesdays. And then Fridays we do the orange arrow locks of the week where I talk a little bit about betting. And um, I've got a, I've got a potential sneaky one this week. I think everybody will like. All right. Well, go, go subscribe over to the Orange Arrows Fantasy Show. Subscribe to our channel, too. If you're stumbling across ours for the first time, subscribe to ours. Click the bell to be notified when we go live, when new content is available. Same thing with the Orange Arrow Fantasy Show on YouTube. Go do the same. Yours is also are also on, uh, your show is also on some of the audio platforms. Ours is our Cincy Jungle Podcast channels as well. Is it not, Derek? Yes, absolutely. You can find me almost everywhere where you can find your guys' podcast, you know, iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, just basically the ones that the, the little peons like me can get a hold of. That That's where you can find me over there. 
little peons. Well, we're on the same platforms, my man. So we're all little peons. And uh, but no, we 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 appreciate your time and your advice here. I you know I could have come on here and pretended to be this fantasy football guru, but uh, if you look at my teams, my friend, I, I mean, I think I'm zero and four in our sleeper app league. I've got maybe two collective wins in two other Yahoo leagues. So to, for me to sit here and say, we should, I, you should play this guy. You should go pick up this guy. It would be <laughs> of me to do that. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to pretend to, to be someone that I am not. And I'm leaning on someone far more wiser than I am to get this type of advice. So I want to talk about this because uh, there seems to be, and I'll show you my, my leagues in just a second, but one guy who has risen quite a bit um, in recent weeks, believe it or not, is A.J. Green. Uh, and I want to get your take on A.J. Green because that it, it just seems to be a, I don't know, a, a different situation here with him uh, in, in Arizona. Started off kind of doing nothing. Then he had, I think, a game with a touchdown catch. It was like, oh, okay. Then he had a 100-yard game. So I don't know, man. What do you what are you making here of uh, uh, you know of, of AJ Green? And should I just picked him up in a league because I had DJ Chark and he went on IR? So you know I'm I kind of went that route. But do you think he's a viable play, AJ Green, in that offense right now? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he you know what he's doing right now in Arizona is kind of kind of like he's he's found that 20, I don't want to say 2018 or, or was it 2017 where he had, I can't remember the last time he had his thousand yard season, but um, you know, he, he's really starting to find his groove and, you know, he's getting every week. I think he's had six targets a week. Exactly. So he's, you know, he's still a big, big part of the, uh, the target share. And, you know, you've got DeAndre Hopkins on one side, AJ Green being on the other side. So they're, you know, they're shadowing more towards DeAndre's side of the ball. So I think that helps AJ as well, being that he doesn't have to be that number one target anymore. So yeah, AJ Green right now, I've got him kind of in that wide receiver three flex kind of range. So if if you've got him, and depending on the other players you got, I mean, he he could definitely go right in there in your lineup in that flex kind of wide receiver three range, like I said. Yeah, I mean, maybe not a, a every week starter, it would seem. Maybe a spot guy here and there, but a guy that, you know, I think he's starting to grow into that system. Yeah, there's a lot of – it's kind of a double-edged sword. There are a lot of weapons. He's not the number one guy there, but he's in an offense where he's getting looks. He's in an offense where he is getting targets, like you mentioned, and some of which are on deep plays. So I, I think you're starting to see as the year wears on that he's, he's still got something left in the tank, and he is uh, producing in that offense and that team that's the only undefeated team right now in in the NFL the Cardinals look pretty dang good uh beating up on beating up on the Rams I think it was this last week so um yeah you know here here I'm going to show you a couple of again just a a couple of horror stories of my uh of my leagues here so I'm having an issue and I think a lot of people are between injuries and questionable statuses and all that kind of stuff here is one league where I've got C.D. Lamb, who's been kind of hot and cold, right? I had to play Devontae Parker, who ended up having a pretty good week last week. He has the questionable status. 
You've got Marvin Jones, who now probably is the number one guy in that offense with DJ Chark uh, there. You've got Chase Claypool, who can put up numbers. He's got the questionable status. Um, hanging on to Jerry Judy. And then real quick, in another league I've got, there are some other guys that are questionable. And are they going to play? Aren't they going to play? Um, you know, here we go. There's Odell, who's been up and down. Jacoby Myers, who's in an offense that isn't overly explosive. McCaffrey, who's who's a running back, of course, but has the questionable status. You've got Mixon. You've got, I mentioned Claypool, A.J. Brown. T. Higgins is another guy questionable. I mean, how do you sort through? I mean, I, I threw a ton of names at you, but how do you kind of sort through some of these guys coming up in week five? Yeah, so um, I'll, I'll start things off right off the bat with uh, – with McCaffrey, if he's starting, he's in your lineup regardless. I mean, I think he said today they asked him if, if he has a chance to start. He said definitely. You know, he said he he's starting to feel a whole lot better about about the uh, the potential to start this week. So if if he's if he's out there, he's definitely going to be. Now, will they kind of pull back the reins and not give him a hundred percent of the the snap like like normal? I don't. I don't remember exactly his percentage of snaps the the first few weeks he was out there, but it, it seems like he's almost out there every single down. So maybe they pull that back. He'll go kind of a sixty forty split with with Hubbard, or is it Hubbard? I think his last name Cuba Hubbard. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe they'll go sixty forty. Maybe they'll go seventy thirty. But when he's out there, it's almost a guarantee that. The ball's kind of funneling right now between him and DJ Moore and really not, no one else. So if he's out there, you you definitely start him. Um, Mixon, from, I, I'm sure a lot of Cincinnati fans are, are kind of you know, holding onto their coattails, reading every word that Ben Baby and all those guys are, are putting out as far as the injury report goes. But if, if, he's, if he starts, that one kind of worries me a little bit just because of the, you know, Christian McCaffrey doesn't have a guy like Chris Evans behind him and a guy like Samaj P. Ryan that, that are that are good one-two backs. So if, if Mixon is out there, I could potentially see it being a, and like they said, if Mixon's out, it's going to be a committee approach between Samaj and Chris Evans. So if it's all three of them, I could see them doing a, uh, you know, maybe Mixon gets 50% of the snaps, and then what if he can get you a touchdown, he'll be all right, which I, I think that he can, but they might just, you know, give him a little rust on this one, especially with us being three and one. So that's my thoughts on him. And then the rest of the guys, it's it's kind of, kind of hit or miss. I know, uh, I think Claypool, I can't remember what the uh, injury report said this week on him. Um, and I can look that up really quick for you and see what yeah, they're saying about Claypool. Currently listed as questionable. And uh, let's see here. It's trying to. Says uh, he uh, was limited at practice on Thursday. So, yeah. Um, yeah, if he's out there, you know, week three against us, he had 15 targets. Week two against Las Vegas, he had nine targets. So, if he's out there, I would say he would be a, a pretty easy start against Denver. But then again, Denver's defense is one of those defenses that you kind of want to shy away from. So 
honestly, in, as far as the, the Pittsburgh team goes, it's almost like it's Deontay and it's Najee and it's really no one else. Claypool maybe, but, you know, in, in the 15 targets against us, he did have nine receptions for 96 yards. But, I mean, I, I just – it's really hard to trust Ben Roethlisberger's arm too. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of my thoughts on that. Claypool had a lot of touchdowns last year, but, you know, none so far this year. That that offense just is not putting up the same kind of points in production that they are used to. Let's, I mentioned his name a little bit, and this is both from a Bengals-centric perspective, but also just kind of what do you do in fantasy football because these guys are owned across the league, and you've got potentially T. Higgins coming back. So how do you balance the T. Higgins, Jamar, because – Look, in in Chicago, the last game Higgins played, you know, he he had a decent game. Chase had the big, you know, the big touchdown catch, two cut, touchdown catches in that one. Um, and then, you know, you had Chase getting a, a big play the following week. You've had Tyler Boyd emerge. He had an 100-yard game against the Jaguars this last week. So what's what should be the plan of attack here if you're a fantasy owner and own one of these three guys, whether it's Higgins – and being cautious with him coming back from injury. It looks like he's going to play. Sounds like he's going to play. Uh, but, yeah. uh, you know, I, between those three, how do you balance all of that? That And what, what should the expectations be? Yeah, so um, right now in my my rankings I have, in PPR I have uh, Chase at wide receiver 17, Tyler Boyd at wide receiver 22, and T. Higgins at wide receiver 35. So they're all potential starters. And – the reason why I have Higgins so low really is because of the fact that we don't, you know, he was still limited on, on, on Thursday. So if he's able to get into full practice on Friday and then, you know, they say that he's a full go come Sunday, come Sunday, then I, I would probably look to swap him and Boyd. And you can see Boyd going back to that 33, 34 range. And then T kind of being in that wide receiver 20 to 22. So, that's kind of where I'm standing on those. All three guys are, are starters this week. Is Green Bay's, I think they're what ranks like 27th against wide receivers this year. Um, so, you know, it, and they've, they've lost Jair Alexander. They've lost, I think, Kevin King is out. So, which Kevin King, we all know, is normally the guy you want to target. So, against a bunch of DDs that nobody really knows, I would say they have the potential for all these guys to eat. So before we get to uh, – well, let's get to some of these – some other players maybe I didn't mention. I don't know if any of these are on kind of your let's – you know, you should you should start them, you shouldn't start them type of thing. Uh, who are a couple of players before we get to survival and some of the bets for the actual games themselves? Who are some of the player – a couple of other players that you're saying, you know, hey, either owner beware or owner, you may want to step up and play this play this guide this week. Yeah, so one guy I have this week is uh, wide receiver Corey Davis for the New York Jets. And one thing I did want to mention on him, you know, that is a 930 game. So just what I like to do on these London games is just kind of I'll set my alarm early, which 930. I Hopefully I'll be down at the tailgate by that time. But um, 930 in the morning, which I know for you is probably like 930. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe, you know, at five o'clock or something, just set your alarm. Take a look through your phone real quick. Make sure there are no, you know, surprising inactives, which I know Russell Gage and 
Um, I think Calvin Ridley both didn't fly to the game. So Cordell Patterson, uh, Kyle, Kyle Pitts, and um, Mike Davis, you know, those those guys, fire them all up because they should all have, have pretty good games. And then, um, you know, like I said, Corey Davis, I, I think he could potentially have a, a big game this week. All right, so looking looking at the London game for uh, some some plays here for this week for fantasy owners from the Orange Arrow. He's Derek Davis, also known as the Orange Arrow Bengals super fan, but also a valuable person to have on your fantasy football side and, and get you set for your fantasy football lineups. And Derek, before we get to survival picks and a couple of other things before we bounce on out of here, there is a new promotion for orange and black insider listeners since jungle readers of course by using the promo code obi you got to be able to use that short for orange and black insider but cool thing now if you deposit 100 bucks and you use the promo code obi you have a 90 day risk free element to your deposit so if you if you deposit 100 bucks and you end up losing some money in your investment you can then recoup your money within 90 days if you don't like where the investments are heading or if you for some reason don't like the product by the way you will but you can get recoup your deposit back in full your original deposit amount if you deposit at least a hundred dollars and use the promo code obi but what is symbol s-i-m-b-u-l-l symbol is the stock market for sports you can Buy stocks in teams, whether it's the Cincinnati Bengals or a team in many other sports that they offer. And they are adding more and more, by the way. You can buy shares of stock in teams and either hold on to them short term and sell them off if they make a a quick buck. Or you can hang on to them long term if you see a good outlook for said team and make some money long term. You can make money long term with growth. So. Go to simbull.app backslash OBI. Use that promo code OBI. So, and if you, again, deposit at least 100 bucks and you use that promo code, if you have a 90-day risk-free element to your deposit. So take advantage of that. We've been partnering with Symbol for quite a long time now. We just had Symbol CEO Kenneth Giles on our show last night to tell you about this promo and, of course, other things going on with symbol and he's a Packers guy. So it made a lot of sense to have him come on and preview that too. So our thanks to symbol, go, go to the website in the live chats there and take advantage of the promo that's going on there. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Check planning for what's next and how to save for it. That's where bank of America can help for your financial to do's bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, Derek, let's talk a bit about survival football. Survivor, survival, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Here, I'm still alive here, to use a Pearl Jam phrase. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> I have Baltimore this week is what I picked just uh, actually earlier today. I was kind of having some trouble. I didn't, if you look down the line lineups here, I didn't like LA at Seattle. Uh, I, I don't like New York and Atlanta, two one and three teams. 
I have already taken both Green Bay and Cincinnati. So even if I had someone, uh, a team there that I liked, I, I can't pick them right now. Detroit and Minnesota was one, especially at Minnesota, I thought about. But again, we're talking about Detroit being due. So I didn't know how I feel about that. Maybe could have picked the Broncos at Pittsburgh, though. I'm still waiting for Pittsburgh to kind of do the Undertaker thing and rise up from the from the coffin a little bit. Miami at Tampa Bay, that one seemed like something that I, I may have wanted to, to look into. But I'm also kind of thinking, do I want to save Tampa Bay for later? I don't know, man. There's just a couple on here where I was like, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. Dallas, uh, New York and Dallas. I don't know. What, what's sticking out to you this week in terms of survival picks? Yeah, so I, I kind of done the same thing you were saying. You know, when you're going through here, you're looking at these. You normally like to target these less teams like, a, um, you know, like you said, a, a uh, Lions or, you know, maybe possibly picking Denver against Pittsburgh. But the one that, that really resonated to me was, um, you know, like you said, Tampa Bay, Miami. I like that one a lot, but I also kind of wanted to wait on Tampa Bay just for the simple fact, like you said, in, in case you have another harder week that you can just say, hey, okay, I'll take Tampa Bay here and, and we'll live to live to breathe another day. So the, the one that, that really resonated to me was the New England at Houston game. Just because Bill Belichick, you know, he, he had the loss last week against uh, – Tampa Tom and those guys. So I look for him. I don't particularly think Bill will have two weeks in a row where he'll, you know, suffer a hard loss, especially against a, a Houston team that seems to be reeling. So that was, that was the one that I went to. And then, like you said, Minnesota against Detroit is another nice one, but you know, Detroit has, you'd think they have to win a game soon. Right. And then, um, you know, the, the Jaguars game, that could potentially be another one as well, but I don't really know what to do on that. Um, Tennessee's defense scares me. I think they're actually ranked 31st um, against the pass right now. So I, that could potentially be another one where you say, hey, should I start Trevor Lawrence in fantasy this week? And I definitely think that that is a viable option this week. So I didn't want to pick that one and then, um, another one that I liked really well was, like you said, the Dallas New York Giants game. But with with those division rival or division matchups, you never know which way one way or the other which way it could go. So yeah. I couldn't do that one either. So am I am I in the right ballpark with with taking Baltimore this week? <sighs> that one. So it, it kind of scares me a little bit because they're they're both three and one. You know, Carson Wentz seems like he's starting to get a little bit healthier. You've got Jonathan Taylor over there, Naeem Hines. I think he just showed up on the injury report today. So, and I love Michael Pittman in fantasy, and he's you know each week he's got other than week one, week two, 12 targets, week three, 12 targets, and then week four he got eight targets. So. That's a guy that, and he has he has yet to score a touchdown. So, if you want to talk about a potential touchdown guy, if you wanted to do a uh, a prop bet or something like that for Michael Pittman to score a touchdown, I could see that happen. But yeah, that one it, it's kind of iffy iffy to me. But I mean, 
you know, when do you bet against Baltimore? So, and I believe it's at Baltimore. Um, if I, if I read yeah. that correctly. Yeah. So yeah, that was a hard one to pass up. I don't know. I may make a last minute switch here before the Thursday night football deadline, but that's kind of where I, my, my head was at there. Speaking of wins, losses and, and everything, uh, we're bringing up the lines.com, not, not sponsored by them, but we like this website because it provides a lot of different outlets in terms of the lines on games, whether it's showing DraftKings lines, Caesars Sportsbook, FanDuel, BetMGM, PointsBet, all kinds of different things. Uh, were there were there a couple of games, Derek, that you're targeting because of either the line or venue, teams playing, any of that where you say, you know, this this could be a safe bet here? Yeah, so that that's normally the first thing I like to do is I'll I'll go look at the lines, and um, like I said, the the first two that immediately caught my eye was was Tampa. I think they were minus ten to uh, beat against Miami, and then uh, and then of course um, New England. I think they were minus uh, was it minus eight and a half maybe? Yeah, eight and a half or nine, depending on the outlet. It looks so. like. Yeah, so those are the first two that I immediately looked at. And normally what I like to do is I'll look at the lines, and if they are a big line like that, you know, you want to kind of break down why that is. And I just – I really can't see how those teams don't don't score – don't win by more than more than 10 points, both 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 teams, really. Okay. Always a little, little uh, daunting when you see those big – uh, point spreads in the NFL, you know, it's you know, when you kind of have those college spreads in the NFL there. So, and then just kind of rounding it out, the Giants at the Cowboys, Cowboys a six and a half point favorite in an old school rivalry game. That's kind of interesting. Uh, What's Niners, the over under on that one? The over under, uh, I don't know if I have that in front of me. Uh, looks like 110, uh, 110, 114. Am I reading that right? No, um, I, I can look that up real quick if you wanted, wanted to keep talking. Yeah, no, it's not the right number. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't have that one in front of me. I just have the lines up. But the Niners and Cardinals, four and a half, four and a half and five, another divisional game. The Bills and the Chiefs going three points or two and a half, depending on the outlet there. And then the Ravens are favored by a touchdown at home against the Colts there. So some really interesting ones here this this week and of course the the london game three points two and a half points depending on who you bet with and then the packers getting um being three point favorites against the Bengals. basically if this game indicating if this game was played at lambo this probably would have been about a six point uh six point spread with the packers being the yeah. favorites there so um yeah i I like where you're looking at. I, I think a couple of the teams that you mentioned are just kind of a mess. You see the Vikings are actually 10-point favorites at home as well in another divisional mm -hmm. game. It's always weird to see those big spreads in divisional games because those games can go any which direction of, as we've seen. So interesting lines yeah, this week. Absolutely. And the over-under for the, the Giants-Cowboy game is 52. So, um, you know, I with, with it being a potentially high-scoring game, I would I, – I would kind of steer clear of that one because, and, and you know what, Dallas Cowboys and and the Giants defense, both of them, are actually pretty pretty decent. So that might be one where you look at, at the betting side of, of things and look to to hit the under on that one. 
you know, over under 52. I know it's hard to do that against the Dallas team, but, you know, both of those defenses are playing really well right now. I, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I'm going 110, 150. What are these teams scoring 60 yeah. points piece? I don't know what the hell I was thinking there. So, yeah, totally <laughs> brain burp there. But, yeah. Anyway, good stuff, Derek. I'm going to let you uh, talk about your YouTube channel one more time, and we will get on out of here, sir, unless you've got any final pieces of advice that you think uh, is worth sharing that we did not get to. Yeah, um, actually, real quick, I just wanted to say uh, Noah had a question. A-Rob, Zach Moss, Damian Williams, or Alex Collins. That one, I would I would lean towards Damian Williams. I like his matchup this week. Alex Collins, he will be the starting running back, but um, I just I I, I kind of like what what they're doing as far as the uh, the running game goes in in Chicago. Um, and, and then there was one other one here that I think we we passed on here. Uh, should I start Guerrero Ruiz? Should I start Burrow over Cousins? Yeah, and that one is is really close to me. Um, I've actually got Burrow and Cousins ranked very similar. Let me just look at my rankings right now. So I have um, Kirk Cousins. I've got him ranked ninth, and I've got Burrow ranked twelfth. So if if you wanted to go Kirk Cousins against Detroit, that's that's you know that seems like a pretty good spot, but they also could look to to run the ball a little bit more. So I would, even though I have Burrow ranked lower, I would still I would probably start start Burrow. Okay, good questions there from from our live listeners. There, uh, I, I put the URL for your YouTube channel the Orange Arrow Fantasy Show in the live chats there. Uh, tell us one more time about your show there, Derek. Yeah, so uh, like like I said before, you can find me over there, Orange Arrow Fantasy Show. I do uh, a lot of fantasy stuff, starts and sits, and players to pick up, that kind of thing, on, um, on the Wednesday's show. And then on Friday's show, I do a little more betting side of, of things where I do my best bets and – and that kind of stuff over there. So it's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm looking to uh, potentially do a little bit more than, than what I've been having. But with with two kids, it, it's a little hard to do, you know, more than, than one one or I two agree. shows a week. So <laughs> I don't know I how you do it, man. <laughs> well, I just, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I hear you, though. Most definitely, I hear you. But thanks for your time and joining us today and giving us some fantasy football advice. Hope everybody has a great week of fantasy football, survival football, all that kind of stuff. And hopefully you not only subscribe to the Orange Arrow Fantasy Show YouTube channel, but hopefully you've enjoyed this week's content. We had uh, the, the post-game show late last week. And then, of course, it, it bled into the water cooler chat with Drew Garrison on Tuesday. Last night, Wednesday night, we had Mike Petraglia, who covers the Cincinnati Bengals, join us on the program, as well as Symbol CEO Kenneth Giles, talking about all things Bengals and Bengals Packers, etc. Another special guest today, the Orange Arrow, giving out some fantasy football advice. Tomorrow, Friday, we have listener questions live. John Sheeran, myself, and special guest Malik Wright of the Right Way Sports Network joining us. So, jam-packed week 
as well as post game show on Friday. I know, I know. <laughs> but you guys Derek, are killing it right now. Oh, uh, well, we're doing what we can. Derek, thanks for everything, man. I appreciate your support of our show and uh, giving out some advice to our listeners. Have a have a good week. Have a good time at the game, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and if you guys are out there, look for me. Uh, I'll we'll be in lot one, um, starting up things off, and then you know. I think Giff Vader is doing a performance of his uh, New Stripes uh, song over on, uh, um, I can't remember exactly where they said that was now. It was a Longwood Hall. I think it, he's doing that over there. And then, of course, you know, Bengal Jim's got everything he's doing. So have fun. Hopefully I see everybody out there. And who day? All right. Take it easy, everybody. Have a good week. And listen to this advice that we gave you today for your fantasy football lineups. Take it easy.